is a conversation between myself, Kira Green, and the Creaking Breeze Trio. The recording took place at Cafe Otto Project Space, London, on the 27th of February 2019. The Creaking Breeze Trio is Buta Kangisa, Paul Abbott, and Seymour Wright. The trio is part of the larger Creaking Breeze Ensemble project, which in addition to the trio includes Evie Ward and Billy Steiger. As a part of Whitstable Biennale 2018, on the 10th of June between 4.17pm and 5.17pm, the Creaking Breeze trio performed their new composition, Slack Fulcrum 12's Green Vitriol. Uta plays cello, Paul plays a snare drum, Seymour plays alto saxophone. The composition has been guided by fragments from a series of letters about an imaginary band described in Nathaniel Mackey's ongoing experimental fiction project from A Broken Bottle Traces of Perfume Still Emanate. The performance lasted for 60 minutes during the slack water time either side of the low tide mark at 4.47pm. In addition to the performance, the trio facilitated a workshop on fictional music, experimental composition and performance. This podcast includes the following elements. A recording of the live performance in Whitstable, recorded by myself. The conversation that took place in London. Some music influential in the process of working on the composition. And a guide track listened to by Paul on one headphone during the live performance. What is your process of working collaboratively towards a composition and to, to expand on that? What kind of material comes first and how do you share the experience of that material together? I suppose of this because I have in more in in depth knowledge of your of your process. I suppose thinking about knowing that there was material that was passed around before before in advance, like some time in advance of the performance. Like how did how does that passing around all the experience of that passing around take shape? And how do you, Hmm. Well, I suppose it began with the original proposal, didn't it? To do the thing on the street. Yeah. In, in, ter- in terms of the material that we're working with. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The situation. But I can't remember exactly how that came about. Yeah. I feel like the first, first materials us uh, having played together for quite a long time now, like, mm. you know, eight, nine mm. years. Um, and I feel, I mean, whatever we do, that's sort of something that's there, like a certain way of working, sort of voice we've developed that's sort of influenced by each other. 
and way of listening, hearing each other. It's something quite mysterious and hard to describe. I think that's why there's a certain affinity to Mackie's writing. There's something in it that sort of reflects on how music can come about, the different ways it can come about, especially if you work together quite closely. Things changing around you, and life situations changing, people moving away, coming back, but you still, still keep playing. And there's something quite, for me, um, quite precious, and something that's, I think, sort of seems second nature, but I think it's quite, quite special. Not, not everybody plays like that. This is sort of where the music comes from at first and then I think something that happens wherever we would play it's like sort of the space we are in the acoustics the acoustic space is so important the way we play and how we hear ourselves and how sort of the music unfolds in the moment of playing so being out there on the street is quite a special situation. Mm. And how we imagined it and how it then ended up being is so vastly different. And that already that was one of the most interesting things about about it for me. I suppose this is sort of the pre-material, pre-Mackie that's sort of something that's sort of already was there. Mm. Yeah, makes me think it's just that we're here having this conversation and I feel like having been made less familiar with moving through London having just come to central London at rush hour and it's like this really raw articulation of London's compressions and peoples and mix just to London and this place uh, are significant kind of ingredients you come back sometimes talking about like ingredients but that prehistory to this project is really a very particular thing mm. uh, and of course there are generalisations to talk to just like say London Cafe Auto the project space they're just like placeholders, but they're also useful ways to refer to something that we've just also incredibly specific that we share and have done for many years. I'm thinking about it, the way that that relates to the street. It's like an inside-out version. It's the complete opposite in lots of ways. Yeah. But maybe that's, yeah, I don't know, it just makes me think of those things. What do you mean the complete opposite of here? But I suppose the simple way, a simple way to talk about that of a contained, like acoustically, you know, you have clear boundaries, you've got reflected sound from walls, you've got, you know, in all the ways you can, I can think about the, the numbers of people, the sounds, the patterns of social life, the pollution, the wind, the sea, that's there that isn't here, you know, on and on and on. 
bit, but it's uh, particular has a particular presence as an environment to me, which this also does in a very different way. You know, a sea of noisy social life in central London, more or less, and the sea of the sea in which the ball actually. <laughs> Before we, the first time we went to the street together to sort of see what it's like, it was a winter day, I think it's December. Mm. It was very windy, and I kind of thought, oh, this is going to be interesting because you're not going to be able to hear each other. Nobody's going to hear, hear us. It's going to be more of a, I imagine this is more of a visual sort of installation thing that we're there, these musicians playing in the wind. Nobody can hear us. And I thought, oh, this is going to be interesting. <laughs> Um, but then actually, when we were playing, it was completely the opposite. It was, it felt really intimate. In, in the venue was like the fastest, biggest venue in the world. But then the situation felt incredibly in intimate. Mm. The sounds, like we could hear each other so clearly, even though we are sometimes really far apart. We had the audience right next to us, uh, between us. They were sort of moving around, chatting a bit. It all seemed so calm and, um, yeah, intimate. This sort of contrast between this vastness around us and so the moon sort of pulling the ocean up and out from the, from the beach and then sort of pushing it back in. This sort of vastness of elements, but then things being quite close and intimate. And, I think one of the it's like a feeling that sort of seeps into the music I mean we, uh, we sort of selected material even have, having to do with wind and mm. <laughs> it's just and the sea, <laughs> yeah, the sea. And the sea. <laughs> It makes me think of like an analogue, uh, really, of like a question of how do we all deal with our material, like how we work with what we work. And that to me that seems like it's different for each of us. And I remember the performance, and this is a familiar sensation, but not being able to hear people properly, like if I'm to think about hearing properly anyway. But then, inevitably, like so often, listening back to a recording or reflecting on the feeling of it, and something that's connected, making sense, it feels meaningful. And that mix of not knowing what's happening and what someone's doing, what, how it might be meaningful, meaningfully in relation to what you do, that there's a, a how is it that what we do can come into being? And it's something of a trust. And you know, it's it's a space between. Uh, it's something that you can't quite, I can't quite exactly explain, but I feel like I can enter into it with a a kind of uh, yeah trust in it. It's um, yeah. I suppose more simply put, the analogy of how we might work with our materials and what it is we're doing, both before, like in preparation for. What we might do, and then actually in the playing and the making of sounds together, and this mix of like, 
not not understanding, and maybe into that comes a kind of feeling, more more feeling oriented way of negotiating the environment and trying to find meaning. Yeah, because I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, maybe we all did work exactly in the same way, but I don't know. But you two, and also your experiences of. Not knowing or not hearing, not registering, to turn it into slightly into a question, so that I'm just making a mistake. I didn't have problems hearing at all, mm. but maybe I was prepared for not hearing anything. So mm. I came in and thought, oh, I can actually hear things. Um, well, not problems, but yeah, yeah. The, but uh, just the waves too. and your snare. Mm. There was an interesting connection between the little waves. Mm. These little, you remember these little, yeah. tiny waves, and your snare. There was lots of overlap there. Mm. But otherwise, mm. I, I remember that it was hard to hear, to distinguish at times between. And maybe this is um, a paradox, isn't it? But what we were doing and what was happening. So like the waves in the snow here, and you're saying that reminds me of it. So there were lots of sounds, not so much sounds, but rhythms and patterns that we were, between us, in different ways doing. But they were, then they were already there in the, in the world, if, if that makes sense, somehow. But it was like we, they were there, but then when we did them, which may have been because they were there, then it became more clear to me that they were there. You know, like the lapping of the waves, for example, or the... Because the, it is sand, but it isn't really sand, is it? It has a kind of crunchy sort of aspect, a lot of that street. And you can hear people, you could hear that, or I could hear... Maybe I couldn't, maybe it was you two. But I thought I could hear people walking and moving. And that's what I, that's the thing that I remember. So it's, it's not so much, I couldn't hear, but it was more, well, I suppose it's the opposite, isn't it? I could, I could hear, but I could hear, it was hard to work out, I could hear so much, it was hard to work out exactly what, what I could hear. So I suppose that's like, sort of, it is what both of you are saying in a different way. So yeah, I could hear lots, but I also, couldn't um, taxonomise the hearing. But then I, I was also thinking about the, the kind of the songs and stuff. And I, I kept thinking about that. Should we say what that stuff was? It's easy to just... Well, it was, it was different just standards, wasn't it? So it was Wild is the Wind, on Green Dolphin Street. What were the other ones? I, maybe that, that. I Cover the Waterfront was, was sort of one that I was thinking about, but I could never remember yeah. what that tune sounds like. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> sounds yeah. like jazz. <laughs> but I could also hear the people, I could hear loads of people. Mm -hmm. 
which seemed somewhat incongruous because we were right in the middle of sort of, not in the middle of nowhere, but we were very much in the very elemental space. But then there were people, there was, and there was a kind of the, the, the potential, and there, was, there were actually some quite banal conversations occurring as people were sort of making decisions about how to get home and things like that in the middle of what we were doing. You know, that was also quite, quite weird. But we were asking for it. I mean, yeah. the way we set ourselves up, we were sort of set up quite far apart from each other, sort of around the water's edge, sort of just the tip of the street. So people, we just were inviting them to just be moving around. Be quite relaxed. I quite like that chatter and mm. the waves and the whole thing. It's quite alive, but quite calm. Yeah, I, I also found that very good. Yeah. I wonder how... Um, So to hear you speaking, it makes me think about, even though it was, well, I don't know, was it pre, um, pre-ordained the way that you positioned yourself? Because there was a kind of choreography which meant that you were facing a front, the front was the sea, the front wasn't the beach. So it's interesting to think about what was audible, what was, um, and this thing of being far away. <laughs> But I wonder how much that had to do with directionality, actually. And, and in my memory, you, you were moving incrementally, moving backwards, because the, the tide was um, containing the performance in, in, in that way. But it, I think your orientation still remained front, front to the sea. Or am I wrong? Front to the like sea. facing the facing, facing the sea. Yeah, facing what well, facing you became more and more contained, I suppose, by the sea. But it's interesting. I haven't looked back mm. at pictures before having this conversation. But in my memory, you at no point were you facing back towards the shore. Uh, yeah, I found it more practical to see mm. the water coming because it went to the tip my chair. <laughs> It's also something I wasn't quite expecting. Sort of the water sort of washing. I mean, it doesn't just come in on the surface. It also comes yeah. underneath the surface. I never <laughs> thought about that. Mm. So always in the chat, so I thought that's why I always kind of try to... And it's so inspiring to look at the waves we're playing. Mm. Just taking in the information. I, I remember that. I remember seeing both of you and thinking that you were going to get wet. Mm. I did a bit. Yeah, well, not thinking you were, thinking you were getting there. But that was quite intuitive, I think, the placement. Mm. I, I feel like it was... Yeah, sort of crossing over, sometimes facing in, sometimes facing mm-hmm. in. Um. So I wanted to ask how you would describe your relationship, the relationship of the performance and ongoing relationship to Mackie's text, Mackie's literature, or 
Yeah, and specifically for the performance of its role, it, it was, as I understand it, was related to from a broken bottle book, which is one of the series. It is the series. It is the series. Actually. Okay. Yeah. also about very strange music or a fictional a fictional music and arguably an impossible music but that's it's not very arguable it's, it's a fictional music of, of deep strangeness that, that's, that often seems to dis- defy what's physically possible and I I like I like that because it's it also seems often to be very similar to what like the way you play to the way you play what, but the way you actually possibly and really play already. So I, I found that quite compelling in the books. Just the idea that he's fi- making a fiction, but the fiction is also completely possible or, or not. But the, the the edge of that possibility is to me an interesting place. And one way to get there is to read about it, and another way is to is to play it. And it seemed when I read his books that he was writing about it, but we were. As I was reading it, I was thinking that we, we, in a different way, together, were 
were playing about similar kind of stuff. And that seemed to me then a logical um, overlap before even the idea that we might more formally play that stuff. So to me that, that was a, a fundamental connection when I started to really put mm.
workshop for example you selected a particular excerpt to work with and so it makes me I'm interested in what decisions you make to to meet with certain bits of the book to say that crudely but what like for example what why was that singled out I mean, the people we were going to work with, we could assume that they hadn't read the book, so we had to find a, some excerpt that's sort of represent, a bit representative. Because the, book the books are quite fluid, it's sort of, you can't just pick something out, there's something... But I think that one had a particular composition yeah. that was described in a more compositional sort of way than it usually is. So it seemed like a good way. In. Mm. And it had vaguely to do something with the ocean. Yeah, <laughs> so it was just a slightly intuitive, slightly pragmatic decision mm. to choose that. Which, it all seems to be you know, slightly intuitive, slightly pragmatic. Mm. Mm. And, um, yeah. Yeah. I think you, you chose it. Uh, yeah, I can't remember if I chose it or not, but yeah, because of that, it's a, so it is a composition. It's like a composition about a composition inside them playing another composition. And it, it is about the sea, or some kind of sea-based event to do with an oil slick. Fossil flowers. Yeah, so it, it seems to... And I think it's, it's a reduction, so it seems to, in some ways, represent the kind of stuff that he's talking about in the letters in these books. Because it's, it's an epistolary novel, so it's, it's all letters. But it, it did seem somehow quite a good example of what happens in those books. What was the name of that? Is it a chapter, or is it...? All of the letters are dated. It's a letter. 
a piece. I can't remember what. Fossil it's flow. It's called fossil flow. Yeah, the composition is called fossil flow, isn't it? Which is inside. I'm not sure which letter. Mm. It's a hard thing to explain, but that, it makes me think like that one of the pleasures of reading his work is the way that he allows something which feels like a mix of for want of better words maybe like chance contingency uh, something informal and precision depth and research you know, like the something you can like it seems to me to, me to produce something like meaningful that you can only It's like playing again, like you, that mix of relaxation and uh, effort, uh, an analogy being like reading his work a lot makes some things seem like they accidentally relate to the work in the world, which I think isn't accidentally randomness uh, in the way that playing in an environment which is entirely like, rational or calculated suddenly seems to produce surprisingly uh, meaningful relationships uh, and that you're in a, some strange space of play relaxation uh, precision so it, it feels like a similar mix and to talk about like why we might have chosen a particular part of his book kind of following the lead as well similar to the sea lots of flows it's useful for these things like that mix is, it's, it's like a really important thing and I don't really have the language to explain why that might be. That's sort of the whole point as well. Like the only way to explain is to, is in the product of that environment. Maybe hopefully at some point it would be in the music we might make or it's to me definitely in the writing the Mackie makes. It's sort of evidence of the potency of that particular I don't know if sense, but... <laughs> well, I think also connected with that, the, the way he talks about experience and history and tradition of stuff through things as they're happening and new things happening or the group trying new things or strange things, but there's lots of reference to um, historical events like this kind of environmental disaster, historical and traditional, like canonical content of different types of literature and different types of music, and also bits of everyday stuff and strangeness, but, but all talked about as time moves forward quite slowly in, in these people, this group together discovering or not how to make things and making new things and different kinds of different speeds of inputs and different kind of someone pushing something, someone not pushing something, that kind of thing. And I think that's that's in some ways similar to what we do. But it's also somewhat analogous to what to similar to what we do in our life as we do different things and we work in different ways and come together and move apart. But I think it's also 
very similar to what actually happens as we're making music as well, in terms of subjectivities and concentrations and memories and experiences and a collective thing. And things accrue and things kind of coincide and things don't. Things, you know, time speeds up, but actually, for example, when we did the thing, it felt like much longer than it actually was to me. And even those kind of strange perceptive So, so and, and he seems to somehow get at that in his writing. And I think that's a very hard, because it's, I feel those things, but I'm not sure that I can really talk about those things, but I can, I can play music about those things, I think. But it seems that he can, when I read it, it seems to me that he's actually writing about those things. Which I, which I like. Or I find compelling and it's different to liking it. Do you think... Do you think... Because of how you just described... Um, life events, uh, contingencies, aside,ing missing, uh, possibly, you know, intimacies, meeting something being over something coming away yeah, like that whole process to me is something that it sounds like writing it sounds like the writing has the capacity to bring disparate things into relationship do you consider the music as a, is it possible to talk about it as a writer or how do you do you ever is it important or like is it at stake to consider the music making in relation to writing making or do you have have you had those conversations or is that not necessary? I don't know. I'm totally off the sheet here. <laughs> but it seems It's like a nice idea. <laughs> I have to, have to think about this next time mm. I play. I've never thought about playing as writing. Just thought about some writing being feeling sort of like playing, which I get a bit from Maki at times. I've been thinking about, a lot about writing and playing. There's something I, I can't quite. I don't know if I started doing that when we were working with Mackie or if that's something that started before. But I've started to think about writing as a way of recording music um, or playing or practice. I suppose I've done that for a while, but you can practice and you have a notebook and you write at the same time. And sometimes it's quite interesting. What, sort of thinking you could get into you, you become more aware of your thinking while playing which is quite interesting then you end up feeling playing is kind of like thinking rather than writing it's 
thinking and writing differently. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. So it's about writing, sort of the recorded sort of thinking. And thinking, you can just think, you can think various trains of thought simultaneously, almost with writing. It's tricky, but that's why writing is quite useful because you have to stop yourself from doing that and sort of focusing on train of thought. But with music, I feel there's more simultaneous things that can happen even if you're playing on your own, and that's something I'm very interested in. Like simultaneity, simultaneous parameters that become, it may not come across that way at all, but when you play, you kind of can throw in more and more parameters until you can't quite control it anymore. And that's what I find interesting when things sort of start to hover, because you can't. Enter a different zone. I mean, this sounds kind of wild and crazy, but the playing itself can be really calm while all these things are happening, and that's why what I find interesting. Mm. It's just interesting space to navigate while playing, mm. and that's sort of where imagination plays in. The imagination. It's something I've been thinking about. In imagination, how it can flow into music, and then flow out of music again in a different way if you're playing or listening. Um, and this is sort of what he seems to be pushing quite you know, pushing gently, sort of opening up these imaginary musics, imaginary spaces that are kind of touching the edge of what's possible. sort of feeling in that that I can relate to in playing. things um, and it's also it's a preoccupation of mine I suppose exactly those parts uh, and that also comes because I spent I've spent time with you two amongst others you know, that informs my I'm excited about those things they resonate because I'm informed by a shared excitement probably it's not just a, you know, uh, and I, that as I start to hear refer to the words that we might use to describe these things we're interested in writing, imagination music, simultaneity I feel like if we were to qualify what we mean by all of those words that we might have slightly different or very different uh, understandings of what we refer to which is interesting to me to start with That's another thing that made me think, like what, the first as I heard you talk about, um, the writing and, or the, I won't paraphrase you incorrectly, so the way that you described the relationships of writing and music, I was thinking, okay, it's about 
to me. Music, uh, whatever that might mean for anyone, so it is something in which our body is situated uh, and is in a complex, simultaneous process of communicating. But then I uh, asked myself, well, where's the body in writing? The body is writing also, so what's the difference? Okay, it's just the way that I'm choosing to describe these certain ways, but they are different as well to me. States of, of being. And maybe it's just about. Because I was thinking it's, it would be interesting to be attempting to get to a kind of writing which is doing with what we might, in a crude, reduced way, understand as a kind of line, a single, like of meaning from words, even though that isn't what's the case, uh, that was having the possibility of the simultaneities of the body and the music, uh, a body making music, uh, which is of course probably what any writer's doing anyway, but just that, that even to think in those ways, having imagining different sets of limits is, is interesting. Or freedoms, you know, in those two different spaces, and that they're both catalyzing particular, particular kinds of uh, stuff that comes out of it. Um, I'm curious about what you mean by imagination, just like. Because, yeah, it's something I feel like maybe through the process of us working. Actually, just through the processes of us having worked together for such a long time, anyway. But there's something about uh, what I've, what I, I just use the word the imagination as something which I hope to get more clear about. But it's kind of, it seems to refer to something particular to the ways that we do stuff. Uh, we've talked, we talk about differently, like real and imaginary, potential, actual, you know, fictional love factual, whatever it might be, but there's a certain kind of, like, beyond of something which is what might not be possible. Or, uh, but to think about an imagination being part of the process of working, what do we, what is that for each of us? Say that again, an imagination being part of work? Yeah, or just the more simply put, it, what does... What is it, the imagination that you refer to? to just it, can, it can be all kinds of things. In the, it can be just a way of playing. You know, it's a playful thing to mm. use your imagination as a just as a sort of resource to mm. push yourself or just to make make create something. Because we don't tend to work with sheet music or written down stuff, or it's you know we have to be be drawing things from sort of our own experiences in the moment. So sounds of it, it's so normal for us, but I know for most musicians this is completely not normal. I don't know. I have to kind of mm. remind myself sometimes. Mm. It's. Um, This makes me think that the writing that you talk about, I think, is also really unique to you being musicians as well. This idea, this sort of makes me think about my relationship with writing is often sat 
very cerebral, like a different thing to playing and then writing. That's something that's specific to your practice. As musicians. Well, that's also interesting in terms of his books because he's not, well, he says he's not a musician, isn't he? So I think the, the leap of imagination that he invests in talking about how a version of music comes to be is, it, it's Again, it's very close to the kind of imagine, imagining through sound making that we're doing, but it's almost like we go one way and he's coming the other way. But there's potential there for a meeting is the wrong word, but some kind of um, uh, yeah, not even that, but like the idea of in the first place that we might meet and do something with him is to me connected with that idea that or a sense that in, in some place fundamentally from different directions from our respective different and his you know from multiple different directions and speeds uh, we are doing something real that is about imagination and possibility and the various kind of everything, the, the freedoms and um, responsibilities and so on and so forth that come with that. I think that's, to me, that's, that's I don't know. Not only interesting, but help, or personally, it helps me understand what it is that I'm doing. Not just in this, but generally. It helps me understand what it is that I'm doing and what I think I should do. And what I imagine I'm doing. Not, <laughs> not the same thing. In the, in the feedback of the, what you're reading, in, a, in to have it, to, do you mean have, to have it no. communicated? No, that's not quite. Okay. I, I think. Not. Not, no, it's not like a like, not like a one not a representation of what you're doing, honestly, but... Um, well, it, when you were talking about imagination, it makes me think of the, fact, I, the etymology of imagination. I imagine comes from the... <laughs> it comes from, well, image, from, like, the image in the mind and the split that you're... There's a split between the sort of methodology that you and Mackie inscribe that or commit it to um, a shared physical space. Um, and I hadn't thought about that. I hadn't really thought about that. Actually, because if the imagination is the, is the, the kind of nucleus or like the kernel that you're both across different disciplines working with, then there's this like conduit into the music making and the writing and mm. of course they can meet back in the imagination uh, like well, things aren't one the, direction the, the convergence is like feelings and time and, and people people together feeling as time moves I think or, and, and um, acting on that or 
experiencing that or receiving that or simultaneously all of those things. And 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 formalizing that in, in certain ways, you know, like coming together to make music or coming, you know, to be a group with with certain formal objects that have histories and, and meanings and stuff. And I think to me that's 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 what he's writing about. In a, in, in a, a way that I find very interesting and, and unusual. <laughs> <laughs>